Women's Power to Heal, Mother Earth. This is Maya Dewari. Today I'd like to speak to the primordial feminine and masculine forces that we must bring into balance to preserve and protect the wellness of our Earth. Both principles are important. They work to support each other. They work to revitalize the lost art of what it is to be human in a thriving society that is in sync with Mother Nature's integrity. First, let me talk a bit about the primordial feminine power or the divine feminine force called Shakti in Sanskrit. It offers the revolutionary idea that restoring wellness, wholeness, and harmony in our world depend on the maternal life force to be kept in good order. Each and every person has some component of the feminine energy. However, women carry it in its entirety. Their ability to restore health, wholeness, and reorder harmony within our universe is unparalleled. If we are to reclaim our cyclical nature with Mother Earth, as ancient women did and ancient people did, if we are to stop the free fall of devastation, not only from pandemics and the recent pandemics, but also the devastation and chaos that we as humankind have created upon this earth in a very short period of time, then we must reclaim the balancing energy of both the feminine wholeness as well as the masculine prowess. In order to do so, we must re-examine both of these primordial forces. From beginningless time, the female of all species carried the magical energies within their womb, the cosmic imprint of the creation's birth, the Shakti energy that circulates through and around the womb, a woman's area of incredible creativity and vulnerability. Unfortunately, we do not recognize the sanctity of the womb or the great responsibility that comes with this power. We, and this is reflected in the way that we have treated the great mother, Mother Earth, Mother Nature, the earth on which we have taken so much for granted, the earth whose womb we have wounded, the earth which heart we have torn, the earth which earth we have just riven into chaotic pieces. As profound as the feminine power is, it is also vulnerable and fragile. And for this reason, 
we must bring back the balance of both the feminine and masculine primordial energies because one supports the other because like a mortar and a pestle one is the move the mobility the movability the absolute motion of life that protects that creates that brings in that shaktified energy that keeps us progressing but progressing within the integrity and preservation of nature's rhythms and cycles the masculine prowess the masculine primordial energy helps to create stability helps to reinforce to buffer all that is raw and unbearable and it helps to hold in great grandeur the shakti energy we are looking at a time the way of the mother must come back the way of the mother shows us that we have matured that the primeval feminine and masculine must work in unison to balance the primordial energy on earth so that we humans can reverse the free fall we are growing weary of witnessing the breakdown of the maternal memory the erosion of the divine feminine force as a result and a direct response to the corruption of the primordial masculine power we have a strong desire now to revive the only living power that can regenerate humanity's ability to heal and to prosper we recognize that we have taken the maternal force for granted why we have broken our own hearts from manipulating intelligence the good seed and sacred reproductive regenerative force of mother earth we witness the catastrophic fallout from industrialization climate change pandemics crimes of hunger disease and violence but we are no longer willing to allow these conditions to flourish because we are now awakened to the heart to the vision to the consciousness to the mother consciousness the primordial feminine force that protects us all from beginningless time the great mother has been safeguarding and protecting her universe while granting the infinite space of humanity to humanity to cultivate the awareness that we humans are befitted with we have the faculty of awareness to make change to adapt to make mistakes to forgive to transform but ultimately to transcend into our sublime nature it is only our action on earth that can change and transform our living world and the mother just surveils us she just witnesses and observes because she gave us the largest of awareness and we are the ones that are responsible for the progress and for the protection the nurturance the well-being or the breakdown of this earth we are solely responsible we have often misunderstood the role of the great mother she does not look to destroy her universe
He does not judge, condemn, or condone our actions. She gave us the staff of awareness so that we can supervise and progress our own revolutionary and evolutionary effort into that consciousness, the human consciousness, which is the universal consciousness, which is the ability to hold the staff of life as sacred, the ability to protect and safeguard and nurture all that is of universal value to each and every being and to every species. We have failed, we have failed miserably in the stewardship of our earth and now we must resume whatever it takes in terms of positive and creative actions in order to bring back a sense of stability, to bring back that sense of harmony and balance to our living earth, to each and every one of our living heart and heart within ourselves and our home and our family and our community, because we are the only ones who can change the pattern of life going forward and restore all that is harmonious to living. We can no more judge and annihilate all of the actions that destroy life, because there is also room for those who are not awake into their higher consciousness, to their own largest of incredible effulgent light. But we can override that, those of us who are awakened to the light, who are awakened to the consciousness, who have been paying the price with our body, mind, blood, and, and the very tissue and cell of our being, those of us who understand what paying the price for continuing to fight for and preserve and recreate and create a living universe that keeps the integrity of the mother alive. Those of us who can do that must do that with every single might in our mind, our spirit, our body. The limbs may fail us sooner or later, but the spiritual light lives on forever. And that is something that is not only consoling, but it is the beacon that leads us into the present, into the future. It is not just about our children and grandchildren and those who we leave the earth to. Yes, we must also become impeccable teachers for the young ones. But concentrating on what is uncreative, what is negative, what is dark, what continues in dark action, let us say that only light can remove darkness. I know this, I know this so personally, because I have lived a life that has been mired in difficulties, an arduous struggle for many, many decades, like so many of us, like perhaps all of us who seek spiritual effulgence, freedom of the spirit and personal 
authenticity, we do pay that price. It is often a very, very heavy price to pay, but we do endure and most of us survive it. For most of, our, of my life, I've endured arduous conditions. And in the more recent years, I've been targeted with unimaginable covert violence against my person. I see how these toxic actions of the corrupted 1% of humanity can manipulate and negatively thwart the Earth's sacred conditions and directions. These experiences have strengthened my indestructible commitment to fight for, to protect, and to continue to nurture humanity's well-being in sync with Mother Earth's integrity. For years I have taught through the World Peace Mandala the vow of ahimsa, which means nonviolence, seeking truth, to more than a million people who now practice this way of life, this harmony in thought, speech, and action for themselves in their own life. And this is perhaps one of the most profound actions that we as individuals, as people, as individual people can take in order to shift changes in our own life with the recognition of what we use, how we use it on Mother Earth, how we respond to Mother Earth, what even our ire and anger and righteous indignation, which we are all allowed to have, I have it all the time, many of these emotions. But at the end of that hour, we must make sure that they're settled back into that vow of ahimsa, back into that space of forgiveness, because we are continually forgiving. You have to, as a, as, as a person in the light, as one seeking the light, continually forgive, because we cannot go forward without doing that. Now, the primordial masculine-feminine equation Many of us believe that the feminine force, the great mother force, is about women only, but that is not so. In the patriarchal system that has been responsible for so much of the Earth's destruction, so much of humanity's sentiency going waste, wasted, is composed not only of men, but almost equally of women as well. So it is a mindset. It is what we have paid into. It is the faulty ancestral beliefs that we have allowed to eat up our own grace and to destroy our own hearts. And so we have to reassess all of it. And the feminine force going forward, the feminine active force going forward, it's not just about women. We have so many men who have joined forth to become the mother of their community. The mother meaning the mother principle, not necessarily a female body, but necessarily the heart of the mother consciousness. So it is time that we understand that both the Shiva, which is the masculine primordial energy, and the Shakti, the feminine primordial force, must marry each other in a way 
And I, when I use the word marry, perhaps it's not the most appropriate word to use in our common lexicon today. But let me put it this way. Those energies which are in both men and women must support each other. We must work together as men and as women to bring forward a state of balance. We must reclaim our primordial prowess, both the feminine and the masculine. And because the mother's role has always been one of healing, we heal the wounds, a group of women who are charged with their primordial feminine force can heal anything. And because we have that power of the maternal more than any other creature in our living earth, we are behooved. We must carry that beacon, the light, ahead so that we help our masculine forces to come back into that state of balance because we need their stability. We need their incredible innate power to hold our vulnerabilities together, our free-ranging, shuttified energies that can blow out of control. We need that, those gentle, soft boundaries to keep us focused to keep us on the work of the mother, to keep us on the way, to keep us on the path. And as many of you know, I took my robes off as a Vedic monk, not because I do not love my tradition. I owe so much of the knowledge that I share with you to the Vedic tradition. And we'll talk about that on the by and by. But I do see that we've come into a time when all of our traditions and various religions and the beliefs that we have carried that have been affixed to them, that have been attached like glue to our hearts and that have sometimes splintered our own sense of awareness, we must re-examine those we must leave behind and cremate all belief systems that do not support the work that we have to do going forward, which is simply to create harmony, to bring back the balance, to take our cues, our clues from Mother Nature, from her rhythm her cycle, her cadence, and to love the earth in a way that it's the most precious, 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 precious gift that surround us above, below, east, west, north, and south. Thank you. Thank you for listening. And peace be your journey.